Welcome to the Service Department News Podcast, where we discuss all the latest news and developments from across the service department, apart hotel and extended stay sectors. Hello and welcome to the Service Department News Podcast. I'm Felicity Cousins, Assistant Editor of Service Department News, and today I'm talking to Ben Harper, Group Managing Director at Watergate Bay Hotel, Beach Retreats and Another Place in the Lake District, with another property opening in Hampshire, late next year. Ben has a background in the service department sector, working as group commercial director for Seiko, and he's also worked at Go Native. So welcome, Ben, to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Nice to see you. It's been yeah. a while. Yeah, nice, nice to have you on. Um, I guess, like, my first question is, what's what's your thoughts on the market for um the, the kind of extended stay sector at the moment um obviously with all your knowledge from from that sector um what are your, what are your thoughts on what's going on well it's been nearly five years since i left um seiko which is now eden um and those guys doing a, are doing going great guns and i'm really excited to see them um deliver the plan that that, that was established back then um but I, I, I'm still plugged in. I still keep a, a close eye. I still have lots of mates in the industry. So um, it's been an interesting time for everyone in hospitality and the service department, apart from sector specifically. I think that the, the positivity that's coming out of this the space now is is really nice to see. It's really interesting that you know ten years ago when I I can't remember how long ten ten or so years ago when I joined the industry probably more, um, uh, we were talking about awareness and profile of service departments and apart hotels within the broader hospitality context. And it's interesting to see that that conversation hasn't stopped. Um, it might have progressed a bit, but it's still it's still the burning question of, does the consumer understand what it is? And yeah. is there brand awareness out there? And I think it's certainly, it's, um, it's, it's uh, that there's been great progress, but it's interesting to see that still, that debate still, um, still exists. Yeah, that's when- so true. That's so true. And I think the pandemic did actually help raise awareness of, of the service department sector anyway. Um, just because people had to stay longer. Sure. And that 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 element of, of, of privacy, comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the early days of COVID, that kind of the sort of health benefits of being being relatively isolated, I think, were the were the key bits. But then as I always used to say, as someone who used to sell the sell the things, um, it, it's once once you try it, you don't go back. Um yeah. and I think that's that's evident. And it's um it's it's great to see the I'd love to see some market share numbers, but I'm sure. I'm sure that there's a service department of part-time players are making some big inroads. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I think that's true. Um, many business travellers have just kind of been introduced to them actually um, over COVID and kind of gone back to their companies and said, actually, that was really cool. I really enjoyed staying there. So I think, um, yeah, that's that's all positive there. Um, so now you're down in Cornwall and you're in the award-winning Watergate Bay Hotel. Um, what first attracted you to, you to that that area? <laughs> well, um, I mean, the, the, the brief story is that we'd come to the end of the sort of investment cycle at, at Seiko and, and sold the business to Brookfield, which was was great and very exciting to be a part of and, and help lead. Um, and that sort of that sort of culminated in the end of, of that chapter. And I, I was asking questions of myself, what what was next? Um, even beforehand, well, the the, the seven years that I was at Seiko, I was commuting up and down from Bristol to, to Cornwall, wow. actually living in Cornwall through that time. So Bristol, London, Birmingham, Manchester, New York, Amsterdam, whatever. And um, 
uh, I was connected to the guys behind uh, Watergate Bay um, and Beach Retreats and another place, and they were looking for someone to help them shape what what their next chapter looked like. Having gone through a, a really successful period of organic growth, it was it was mm-hmm. the, the question was okay. So what's next? Build out a plan for us. Um, and it was too good to be true. And um, that was four years ago. We spent mm. two years building out the plan. Then COVID hit. Um, so it was kind of, uh, it was, uh, we were able to grow through that period, which was incredible. Mm. Um, and now we're at the cusp of kicking off a, a five-year plan of, of growth across the three businesses, which is super exciting. Yeah, that's really exciting. Thanks thanks for sharing that. Um, that that That's a great story, isn't it? That you, you were already kind of down there. So what sort of knowledge um, and expertise were you, kind of putting on the table um, with Watergate Bay and, and the beach retreats? Oh, don't know, really. Um, <laughs> I suppose the, 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 the Seiko story was a good one to to tell in the, the fact that we took it from um, a, a relatively small player, 100% privately owned, through one investment, a private equity investment cycle, culminating in what was and might still be the, the, the biggest deal in the market when we sold it to Brookfield. So it was a it was a really fun story to tell in the context of a business that wanted to um, shape its next chapter um, and, yeah. and grow. Ultimately, yeah. there was lots of ambition. It was just a question of, of how, where, and 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 when. Um, so really, it was that the, the 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 nuance of hospitality. So the fact that I'd been involved in again transitioning a traditional service department business into a more a part hotel led business was was yeah. interesting, and that there are a lot of um crossovers from running apart hotels to running hotels and and vice versa um a broad sort of commercial um travel and hospitality experience and i suppose um it boiled down to the fact that i'd been involved in in family businesses before and and there's a there's a cultural um connection and an understanding of of what 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 the key drivers are um, and uh, yeah, all, all told, I think it was it was the right fit. And four years on, it's it's um, I, I I hope it's proven correct, and it's certainly going the the way that I I'd, I had planned it to, despite COVID and yeah, now exactly. the economic um, that storm that it's not even brewing; it's brewed. Um, yes, it's uh, landed. It has definitely <laughs> landed. Um, that's really interesting what you're saying about kind of the flexible approach that hotels have had to take. Um, I was thinking about how service departments have obviously had to adapt and, and change their kind of lengths of stay. And, and I guess the traditional hotel has had to evolve into, you know, select, so that you go from select service to full service to apart hotels. And, um, and that's just the traveler changing, I guess. What are your thoughts on on how travellers have changed their their ways? Well, in the in the in the relatively short period of time I've been working with this group, our our travellers haven't really changed, and and the reason being is that we have a really really loyal um, community of 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 guests and and people who connect with our businesses, and they 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 um that loyalty is through the roof like nothing i've ever seen and that loyalty was really tested through covid and it and it was really what 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 got us through so i mean why do people choose to come to watergate another place beach retreats because i think we position ourselves um uh, very heavily in the lifestyle sector um so it's about a way of life it's not about the bed that they're sleeping in um the the hospitality ethos and and what we do is kind of taken for granted so great food great design mm-hmm. comfortable spaces great team um 
um, and a great environment, what, what actually sets us apart is the lifestyle that people connect with. So in Watergate, that means the ability to um, surf. Um, we have our own um, uh, we have our own surf school. Um, we take a sort of upscale ski resort um, approach to delivering the active elements of what we do. Mm-hmm. In the lake, we have um, what's now probably the best um, outdoor water sports centre in the area where people can get in the lake, get on the lake, get in a kayak um, with with a, with great partners who can actually test them and and, and teach them um, how to do this thing, this stuff properly. And I think the the overarching change or even kind of development within customer or guest um, drivers is this sense that people want to get active and really experience the full suite of of what we do rather than just turn up to a hotel um, and sit in the bar. Um, this yeah. idea that people want to walk the fell, walk the coast paths, get in the water, um, learn to slow, learn to open water swim in order to experience exactly what we do. And I think that's been the over- overwhelming success of what we've done over the last um, few years, which is our point of difference. Yeah. And the, yeah, people look at searching for experiences rather than, yeah, just a room. Um, can you tell us a bit more about the beach retreats and how that works, please? Yeah, Beach Retreats is a pretty traditional, um, albeit lifestyle-focused, self-catering holiday agency. And what I mean by that is we have um, a few hundred, what, 250 um, privately owned um, homes and apartments um, on our books for whom we provide sales and marketing and operational services so that if someone owns a holiday let in um, Rock in Cornwall, we can fill it for 30 weeks of the year and offer them a full suite of services that are associated with it. It's like um, the silver door of of the leisure world, but we're dealing with private owners rather than um, uh, service department companies. Sure. Yeah, no, that's really well explained. Thank you. Um, And I was going to ask you what your news was if you had any you could share with us um going forwards and kind of your growth um you mentioned earlier like a five-year plan um obviously you don't have to go through the whole five years but what can you talk to us about what's coming up um for the company I think I mean what I've spent the last well I spent two years doing it and then I spent two years kind of um navigating our way through COVID and and we've come out the, the end of that um with 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 real clarity and and purpose about our plan and very quickly and I think the beach retreats is probably the most interesting and relevant thing for 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 the listeners on on, on this podcast but we have three businesses so Watergate Bay is a, a privately owned business and we have a master plan to develop um, capacity within the Watergate Bay um, geography and what I mean by that is that we have development opportunities to add capacity to the current hotel so that's relatively straightforward right. and um we're we're in we're into planning for that and, and we will be putting spades in grounds um um in the short term do you um, mean for um rooms or just like event spaces or uh, uh, both both I so see. um in in somewhere like watergate you have to you can't do one without the other mm-hmm. so in order to protect and enhance the experience where we look to build out 
um, rooms capacity, we have to have the sufficient sure. leisure spaces so that people um, really get the best of the Watergate experience. So we can't overdevelop in, in an area like that because we'll just compromise the experience. And that's um, quite a different development mindset than perhaps you would have if you were looking at building out an apartment scheme in, in London, for example. Sure. So, so that that's that. We have another place which is a slightly different um, um, investment uh, funding structure. So we we have a plan to roll out um, five lifestyle focused um, 50 to 60 bed full service hotels across iconic UK um, locations. That was a pretty good corporate pitch there, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, uh, <laughs> that's the sales guy in me. <laughs> um, so uh, we we have our second site that we bought about two weeks before COVID, which was um, a smart thing to do, apparently. All in the timing, yeah. Um, that we have been um, what we have been involved in a relatively um, what's the word? Yeah, an, in, an involved planning process, um, mm-hmm. which is. Just, finally we think coming to an end and and again we should be able to announce the start of that project um relatively shortly um but again we will develop that out and then we hope and plan to move on to the next uh, that brand has real legs um again um lifestyle focused um full service drawing on what we've learned from Watergate and spinning it off and rolling it out to other um iconic UK um locations we feel and they're rural locations rather than um urban aren't they they are um so our first was on um, Arleswater in the Lake District and it's it's a it's now stabilized five years into a, a wonderful experience that actually really demonstrates um scalability so we're excited about that right so that's kind of the two hotel businesses and then in the middle we have um beach retreats which again um out of all of them is perhaps the most scalable opportunity both by way of brands just because beach retreats could be anywhere if there's a beach involved um and secondly um it presents an opportunity for us to uh develop something that i don't think exists in the leisure market and wow. um, uh, what I mean by that is, uh, and I'm trying to find a new word for it, and I remember sitting in meeting rooms with my old colleagues and teams and bosses, particularly Mr. Hanton, trying to work out how how we call an apart hotel something different. And I still haven't found the answer. And if anyone has, then please call me because um, <laughs> I'll pay good money for that. Do you not but like the part- word apart hotel or do you mean the concept? No, I think the apart hotel word is really ugly. I think in yeah. the leisure space, it, it, it actually makes makes you think of something um really um uh, corporate maybe either either really corporate but actually when i test it here within the kind of leisure community it makes people think of um a little studio in tenerife with a, a caligas stove in the corner sure. um, and um that's that's not really what we're about what we are about is creating um this ecosystem of experiences on the ground floor and within the community spaces and um, proper apart apartments where couples, families, groups, multi-generational um, groups can can come together and, and live um, in a leisure environment, whether it be for a couple of nights um, a week or, or, or longer. Um, well, you know, obviously there's the um, another another brand calls it Home Tells. Um, I, love, then, yeah. I suppose there's sweet, sweet hotels. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I love, I love, I, it's again, uh, Robert, I, it's great to see what Robert's done with, with Hometown. He's yeah. making great tracks. We need to, we need to find a way of explaining it. And I don't think it's a word. And I think where I've landed on it is actually, you don't need, if you get the positioning right, you don't yeah, need exactly. to be um, too overt about what it is. No, exactly. You just need the the brand and people will just know. What yeah. We're... And the brand, the brand will be Beach Retreats and mm -hmm. the ethos will be this, this ecosystem of, hospitality um, and leisure experiences all delivered through best-in-class partners but with the hospitality um, services for want of a better word of a great team um, and it's really it and I'm very clear on this it's really taking what I learned from um, and the inspiration behind what we did with Locke um, and translating it into a leisure audience um, on a beach um somewhere in the southwest that i can't Amazing. talk about because we're so close to uh, announcing our first ac acquisition to develop this um wow. i kind of wish that this had been 30 in 30 days in day, 30 days time so do i <laughs> it doesn't really matter because the the the, the concept is clear and, and where it is 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 frankly probably secondary but the the idea that We've got the vision. We've built that out. We've yeah. built the model, and we're close to acquiring our first site. It's really exciting, and it gives me an opportunity to kind of connect back with the industry and and say, "Is anybody interested in the leisure space?" Because I think we might have something for you. I think um, that's amazing, Ben. Thank you. That's that's just really exciting of you to share that with us. Um, and yeah, it, it is a shame it's thirty days off or whatever, but but you know that's that's great. We can now look forward to it to, to the announcement. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really excited. I think I remember sitting on a train between um, my home and, and Bristol seven, eight, nine years ago thinking, I think we're into something here. Yeah. Um, and to be able to to be able to deliver is, is really is really fun and, you know, personally very exciting. That's great. Thanks, Ben. Um, is there anything else that you would like to add? I mean, you've you've added that. So, so that's kind of like really really great um is there anything else that i haven't asked you about that you do want to talk about uh no um i can talk about all the problems that everybody's got like team um cost economic disruption um but mm -hmm. but i don't know anything that anybody else doesn't know on that so uh, <laughs> no i mean we're all we're all in it together aren't we unfortunately uh, I, think, um, I, I think so I, I just i just i just think wow what else can the world throw at throw at us but I think but I'm hoping we'll all come out the other side I mean the, the, if I take um my wise dad's advice is that the, you know these things do tend to be cyclical so there will be a way out um but but mm. what that is and when it is I don't know I think I was actually talking at something else last week and we was we were saying that you know in the last 10 15 years there's always been something hasn't there yeah um, and and I remember sitting at industry dues over the last 15 20 years and, and the travel and hospitality industry all remarking on how resilient we are and I, I don't know whether that's different to any other industry but it's it's demonstrated I suppose the only other thing that I would say is that COVID has taught me and demonstrated that travel is becoming less of a um, luxury um, mm -hmm. I just remember seeing um, Cornwall on that first week after lockdown and and everybody landed. There was just this most unbelievable pent up demand. And I think 
uh, again, I've nicked it from somebody else, but this concept that people will always travel, they just might travel slightly differently is something yeah. that I'm thinking a lot about um, mm. in the way that we anticipate what might be a very tricky couple of years and also have the confidence to still invest and and, and grow through it, which yeah. you can imagine is quite a tough conversation for a, for a smaller business that doesn't necessarily have the the, the, the treasure chest behind it. Um, no, that's true. But I guess you have to, you, ha- you you do have to move forward in those situations. Otherwise, you will sink. You know, you have to, you have to push on forwards, as you say, because travelers will all people will always tra- they're always going to travel or find a way to get to that place, aren't they? Yeah, it's yeah. just about being prudent, planning, um, mm. and anticipating, and and making sure that we've stress tested our our um our strategies. And and again, it's another thing that I've learned through the last few years is that just just model model worst worst case scenario and then at least you get everyone clear on that um we'll never get there but it's always a good place to start that's a positive note to end on (laughs) (laughs) Um, no that that's that's exactly it that's exactly it we've just got to keep going forwards um thank you so much ben for your time today it was um it was a pleasure to have you on pleasure it's been fun thank you thank you ben Thanks for listening to the Service Department News podcast. If your Service Department News is part of the International Hospitality Media Portfolio.